Good morning, Fabcasters. This is R-Bar and R-Bar with the drive time. So, this morning, I messed up again. I, um, I was very mean to my son. Who just made a little bit of shishi on the toilet seat. And, um, I was out of line. And, um... You know, here comes the battle, like, uh, I say sorry, and then, of course, God's like, yeah, I say sorry. So I sat down at the breakfast table, and I was like, you know what, buddy? Looks like Daddy's back to square one again. Will you forgive me? And he said, and he said, he's pointing at me. I actually have the the guest right here. That's why I said R-bar and R-bar. What's up, R-bar? Bud, say hi. Say hi. Come say on. Say hi. Say hi. Yeah. So, tell me what kind of... Talk to me about your day. We're headed to wrestling right now, by the way. Can you tell the uh, people about wrestling? Talk into this. Talk right into it. Come on, bud. Um, so, hi. Yeah, good. So, what do I do? Tell them about wrestling. Um... You just wrestled there. Okay, go on. Now, what, what's going on? What was going on in your mind this morning when Daddy was like, "Clean up the toilet, wipe this up." What were you? What were your thoughts? I forgot about it. Forgot about it already. Well, thanks for forgiving me, Bud. Really appreciate that. All right, what'd you spill? You spilled your Legos. In the box, in the box. So, uh, w did you buy a book today at school? Two you books. Talk, you gotta talk loud and do it. Two books. I bought um, Ninjago Rise of the Dinge and Shark School, the, bo the Boy Who Cried Shark. Now, wh why did you buy those two specific books? Well, because I like to read books and um, another reason why is I, saw, I wanted to make my own little library in my room. Okay, okay. So what is it about libraries that you like? Well, I just like reading books. And so what's your all-time favorite book? So in the comic book Bible, what's you have a, a favorite story, something that speaks to you more than others? Huh? What did you say? You have a favorite story? Yeah. What is it? Um, I don't really remember what it was, but um, this guy, God took him and then um, put him in another time, and then... There were like bones every, everywhere, and then God said, can these bones live again? Oh, and then, yeah. And he said, you know the Lord answer, and then God said, speak to the bones, and then he said, bones, dry bones, get up and hear God's word and live again. And then it was a whole army. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've always wanted to know what that passage meant. So when I was your age, when I was your age, like, uh, seven? yeah, seven years old. That's right. I remember I was at this Filipino American church and, um, this guest speaker came to speak and he spoke on this passage. I think it's in the, like Ezekiel or Isaiah, something like that. Ezekiel, yes, I still remember. Anyways, this pastor, he was like, all I remember is he said, what is this dry bones? What is this dry bone? And that's, and that's all I remember him saying. But he never explained what the dry bones were. So do you remember what the dry bones were? It was, a, it was an army. An army? Yeah, because when God, in the comic book Bible, when I read it, God said, um, told the, um, the guy um, to speak to the bones and then they came up and they were soldiers. That's amazing. Um, when we get a chance, I gotta look up, I gotta look up uh, what this passage is. So is the Valley of, of Dry Bones, uh, let's read the passage here. It's Ezekiel 37, the dry bones. Anyways, obviously can't read it right now. But uh, in order to have dry bones, let me turn this down to see. In order to have dry bones, those bones had to be there for a long, 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 long time. Like totally dried up bones. So, and then God, God made them come to life. What do you think about that? Yeah, it is cool. And I think about this picture because daddy's, well, mommy and daddy have been reading a lot of, of Bible passages lately that shows that we were so dead and God brought us life and there's no possible way that we could have chosen him that God had to choose us. So for instance, when we get to heaven, because we believe in Jesus, we're not going to be able to say to God, Hey God, aren't you glad I chose you? Huh? Huh? And I think if I said that to God, God will be like, Well, let me tell you something. I, You didn't choose me, I chose you. And let me paint a picture for you, Mr. Arbar, Mr. Ryan. He's going to say, Picture you're just a, a bunch of dry bones. There's no way you're, you're getting up. There's no way. The only way those dry bones are coming to life, back to life again, is if I put you together. And so I think this dry bones passage, although we haven't gone into it in depth or done justice to it, we have to go back to it. Um, uh, it's that bad. Can you believe that? It's that bad. We're, we're dry bones and God gives us life. Hold on. I'm getting kind of some kind of feedback here and it would seriously be like if we were laying there like dead on the street and God walked by and he goes you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna resuscitate that man you know what resuscitate means no. well resuscitate means he's gonna he's gonna bring us back to life totally bring us back to life um, if you can hear that high-pitched noise I apologize that is really annoying so that's what God does brings the dry bones back to life 
brings makes dead man walk again um, spiritually dead we're born physically alive but spiritually dead and everybody feels this every single person in the world feels the results the effects of being dead so remember like the bullies in the neighborhood like the the kid who what was he he was saying bad words the other day and he was a bully well we won't say names here because this is on the internet but there was a kid in the neighborhood it was a bully and so I told the other kids hey he's not the enemy he's a victim of the enemy hurt people hurt people so in order for him to hurt somebody or to call people names he would have to have believed a lie he would have to made an agreement with the enemy to either make fun of somebody or hit somebody or say a bad word because hurt people hurt people it's really sad it's really sad and plus he doesn't know how to forgive but once he learns how to forgive then and he won't walk around with all that bitterness bitterness so um what else could we talk about bubba Well, tell me, tell me your thoughts about going into this wrestling room, and you know, there's some pretty tough kids in there. There's kids you can beat. There's kids you you haven't beat yet. Uh, you got a strategy for getting better? Mm, I don't know. Well, what's what's Daddy's strategy for becoming a better wrestler? I'm getting good shape. That's right, baby. But I also like to drill drill moves. Oh, okay. So let's talk about this. I was working out today at the gym, and I haven't thrown around weights in a long time. I was doing CrossFit stuff. I was doing, I was doing power cleans. I was doing snatches. I was doing over the head. I was doing thrusters. I was doing a bunch of moves, but um, you know, re really lightweight because I haven't done it in a long time, and I don't want to throw up my back or anything. But I was minding my own business, and the guy next to me, there was a guy working out next to me. He said, he said, hey. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be rude or anything but you mind if I you mind if I give you some pointers and I said yeah dude I don't I don't I don't have pride man I don't I don't care if you tell me give me some tips what are pointers? Uh, pointers mean yeah good question a pointers means he wants to give me a tip he wants to give me advice on how to lift properly and I could have thought you know my flesh wanted to think oh what are you talking about man I've been doing this lift for 25 years I've been doing this since the 90s, but I didn't. I said, hey, well, what do you got, man? He he obviously knew what he was doing because he had really nice shoes. He had some CrossFit shoes. He had, uh, he had a whole bag of goodies. So I said, what do you got, man? And he said, you know what? You're, you're selling yourself short on your, on your uh, second pull. So he, he's already speaking the language. So I know he knows what he's talking about. And he just showed me how, on, how to improve my cling, how to fully extend my hips out and then power pop from the hips and then cling that mug um, you know you know what I'm saying anyways I said you know what you know what this tells me man and I not I've never worked out with this guy before I said this you right now telling me this means shows me that you love me because if you see someone doing something wrong you just walk by well that's actually kind of rude I mean it's kind of it's kind of mean so he didn't care about hurting my feelings he just wanted to help me out and I really, really appreciate that. And I said, it's sort of like talking to someone and they have a big booger on their face, right? It's a big booger coming out of the nose. And if I don't say something, then I'm really, 
I'm not being a good friend at all. You know, when my when mommy sees a booger in my nose, she she picks it out. She does. Yeah, she's like, hey, come here, come here, and then she'll she'll take it out because she loves me. Now, if mommy knew I had a booger in my nose and she didn't say anything and I went like to go talk in front of the church, would that be mean? Yes. Would be totally mean. So I. I so anyways, that's what friends do. Friends, people who care about each other, they go, hey, come here, come here, come here. You're doing that wrong. Or you, you're believing something that's wrong. Or, hey, you shouldn't talk to your kids like this. I, that's what Uncle Dan and Uncle Bill, they always have the freedom to correct me. I remember um, one time, remember a long time ago in Rhode Island when I, I sent you uh, to your bed without dinner? No. Remember one time I said go up to your room and you don't get to finish your dinner? No. Okay. Well, that's I did it and it was wrong and I confessed it to Uncle Dan. He goes, you should never do that again. He goes, you should never send him to bed without dinner ever again. And I said, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. I, yes, I'll never do that again. Because I have friends that care about me so much, buddy, that they just... They love me enough to be uh, straight up with me and tell me what to do. So, anywho, I hope my you know my prayer for you, bud, is that you find friends that that love you enough to to tell you to like tell you if there's a booger on your face or to tell you if you're if you're believing a lie or tell you if you if you need to toughen up, tell you if you're being weak, tell you if you're being a baby, you know. And, um, oh, got a good parking today. Yeah, bud. Well, thanks for being on the show again. Any parting thoughts about before we walk into this wrestling room? Nah. 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 Nah, nah. Nah, nah. Okay. All right, well, the reason why we share our life and we share the gospel is because we love people. And, uh, we got no secrets, Bubba. Bubba. Bubba, we let everybody know everything about us because we really want to just be people who, a fam- we want to be a family who has, has said, hey, this is how much we need Jesus. We don't, wanna, we don't just talk about Jesus. We're going to actually demonstrate that we need him, demonstrate that we love him, and try, we, we obey him. And, and then when we, when we sin, we, we own it. We own it. We confess it. We move on. We rebound. We keep pressing on. All right. Oh, who's calling? Who's calling? All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace out.